Hey guys, let that one run a little bit long. It's an awesome song, Foo Fighters Run, and welcome back to Gilmy Talks. Just want to apologize about the absence over summertime because um, I was absolutely insanely busy all summer with the, with the kids home. Yeah, guys, plain and simple. Uh, this week's podcast is with part two of Nick Gott is uh, back, I just want to say. We get really, we get deeper into his uh, t- his thoughts about about Europe and the migrant crisis over there. And we get into the finale of The Walking Dead. We did tape it a little while ago, but I still think it's a very good talk and I want to get it get it up there. So thanks for uh, listening to What Are This Guys. Thanks for all the people and all the messages who have been asking where I am. <laughs> What's going on on with the podcast? I'm still here. It just uh, next summer I know to have a couple of them banked because um, I've said it before. I'll say it again. I'm a dad first, and we had a fun fun summer with the kids. We were always going to the beach or day trips. I got a got a new van, so that's why we were doing all these uh, trips and that and their stuff. Just uh, having tons and tons of air, tons of air fun. But let's get on to the podcast. Well, there has some been some amazing wrestling right going on right now. Uh, watching the May Young Classic with my girls and and the boys are, are dipping in and out, but the girls are really really loving it. Recommend everybody check check that out on the WWE Net Network if you got it. And if not, everybody knows how it, streaming works now, so go check it out there. And what else? No Limits Pro Wrestling is having a show coming up October 28th, and I will be there. I'll be seeing whoever there. If you see me, come up, say say hey. And uh, what else? September 14th, there's a smash show at Fanshawe College. All your students, it's five bucks each. Get there. For non-students, it's ten. I'll be there. Uh, October 1st, uh, smash show coming back to London, and it's going to be a fantastic show. I'll I'll also be there with the with the boys. I'm actually hitting up a couple shows, trying to catch up over uh, over a summer. Going to be going going to these with my buddy Ryan. And once again, guys, just thanks for well for coming back, getting on the on the merch train train right now. I actually talked to a couple t-shirt makers, a couple hat hat makers. If anyone's interested about any of that stuff, just give me an email at justinmgilmet at gmail.com or you know what just do the Gil Me Talks face Facebook page page if that's easier for you. Or there's also Justin Gilmet at Facebook and you guys know how to get a how to get a, a hold of me. No no problem. And also check out Tabby Lynn on Facebook as a Sensi op operator guys. You know everyone likes their house smelling smelling nice. My my wife loves the uh, loves the Essenti stuff. Go go get it. Whether you're a single guy, guy or not, nobody wants the house to smell like dog or feed or or anything. And there's all sorts of different scents, so there's something for for everybody. Check check it out. Now, just here is my talk with Nick. Once again, guys, thanks very very much. I mean, the, these so because these people that think that you know they're allowed to shut people down, you know, at because they voice a different opinion. You know, they're gonna be the. Nick. Did, did they, you know, deserve to do that in Saudi Arabia and see how long that lasts? Yep. Like even even going way back, I'm talking way back to the beginning of the states, the the founding the founding fathers. Mm-hmm. Those guys did not all agree. They had all different viewpoints. They had mm-hmm. all different things, all different agendas that that they wanted. Yeah. But they had one thing in common. 
they didn't like what the British were the British were doing at that time, mm-hmm. and they wanted it changed, right? Yeah. So they decided to change it. I'm not saying they were all good guys or nice uh, people, but they put all the differences aside and they made something which I think uh, I think's better. I'm not saying the US is is perfect by by any means, but I think those well, there, guys made there, there, There's another example yeah. of, you know, things that the West has done right. Yeah. And that need to be cherished as good values. I mean, that's why you know, people risk life and limb to come to our countries is because, you know, we've done extremely well with capitalism and democracy, right? Mm-hmm. But in school, they're being taught right now that all those things are wrong, right? right. Whereas, you know, you know there's, there's nothing else in the world that compares to our type of democracy and the ability for people to, you know, pull themselves out of poverty using, you know, merits and uh, you know hard work right that doesn't happen anywhere else in the world right and young people today are coming out saying no socialism is good uh america is bad america's always been evil you know it's insane it's and it's being taught in school which as if i was a parent right which i'm not you know and i don't plan on being Right, I would be saying, you know, what is being taught in our schools to our kids these days? Right, if you you if you really want to, you know, set your kid up to be, you know, an angry loner, right, uh, pissed off about safe spaces and not caring about, you know, jihad or ISIS wanting to blow up things up, then you've, you know, set a bad precedent for your kids. Yeah, yeah. I find it very hard as a parent right now to teach them what can be right and what would actually what's socially acceptable to what i think's right it just wait wait, wait till they become teenagers oh god then you got Uh, problems oh yeah no it's um all all my kids will stand up for themselves and their Uh friends little cecilia does not put up with crap from from anybody and that's good I'm I'm proud of that girl. Good to good to uh, good to see. And then there's old Olivia who will befriend anybody and be oh, yeah. happy. It's nice to see them. And then there's some things my son says where I just shake my my head at. Oh, we can't do that. We we can't we can't possibly do that in their school. I'm like, why not? Billy stole your 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 little thing, right? Yeah. And so I go to the teacher. We have a sit down. We talk it out, and I'm like, and in uh, and in my mind, if I was in grade grade four and li- little Billy touched touch my stuff, I'm punching little Billy in the in the in the face so he knows don't touch my shit. Yeah, or you and me were going to the playground. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. <sighs> like I've I've I grew up getting in getting in uh, a scraps scraps more elementary school than uh, a high school, but mm-hmm. it just. I don't know, making a making a generation of just softer softer kids. Oh yeah, um, well, well, masculine feminists that fucking you know get man buns. Oh God. Yeah, I know. Uh, I hate those things, <laughs> man. Oh yeah, we should bring back scalping. I swear. <laughs> it's like okay. hundred bucks for every man bun you scalp. Uh, well, hey, I. Uh, 
after after work, I get to see a couple of these, and I'm like, what woman would be okay with that? Yeah, but you know, the thing is, I can't, I can't. Well, yeah, you know, crazy feminists, right? Yeah. But the thing is, if you're wearing flannel, you've got a man bun, a big ass beard, and you know, tight pants, but you can't cut down a tree or skin an animal. Your yeah. beard is invalid. Take yeah. that beard off. <laughs> And, beard. Yeah, and right. this is this is coming from two 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 guys who are always clean clean and shaven. Well, clean shaven <laughs> now, right? You know, but you know, oh, yeah. I'm terrible at growing a beard. But the yeah. thing is, like in the army, guys with beards are the special forces. Right? Yeah, always, and they're the oh, ones yeah. you strive to be because they have big ass Under Armour man beards. Yep. Right. I mean, stuff that could deflect bullets. Yeah, right? and those they're guys like, oh, are. Shit. <laughs> got a 762 my man beard right? you know that's what you strive to be that beard yeah. is valid right yep. these beards with the fucking you know honey oil you know and I gotta you know push my mustache up right and slick it down with the oil or whatever yep come on give me a break <laughs> yeah. like, hey. it's it, <sighs> something wrong with this generation and that, yep. that's us saying that now, you know. I mean, remember back in the day, it's like, oh, you kids listen to this alternative rock music. What's wrong with this generation? Oh, we had a good generation in comparison. You know? Oh, yeah, because we had morals and standards. Yeah. Like, we weren't, weren't afraid to get in a scrap if you, you know, if you didn't, you know, break a break something, you know, by the time you finish high school, there's something wrong with you, you know. Yeah, me, like, I fell backwards out of a door. That was just stupid. <laughs> <sighs> I did the same. Broke my hand in a you know very bad way. I twisted yep. my legs, you know, snowboarding. Yep. Right? Yeah, you did. <laughs> and, and, and GT Snow Racer, you know, with my brother hanging on the back, hitting a ramp on the side, trying to flip it over and do a three sixty. Yeah, people got hurt, but you yeah. know, it was all right. Yeah, because we know what we got up. We limped home and said, "Hey, hey, hey, Dad, my legs messed up." Uh, okay, we're going. We're Is going, this we're normal? Going. Uh, no, your foot's not supposed to supposed to be that way, son. Um, <laughs> it's not supposed to face backwards. What? See, that's how we learn about anatomy. Yeah, we're, we're exactly. It's <laughs> uh, no. not supposed to stick out. What? Yeah. Yeah. No, the worst thing I think I did in uh, high school was spraining my wrist twice in two months. Same exact yeah. thing, same exact door. I slept on the same spot. Yeah. Uh, it, it, it prepares you for the hard life. I mean, you know, oh, yeah. like all the things that I did when I was a kid, as far as getting hurt, with nothing in comparison to how many times I got hurt in the army. Oh yeah. I, and I mean, like you know, back messed up, stabbed once. You know, had mm-hmm. a bottle uh, broken over my kneecap. Right. Yeah. Had a bottle. I got bottled in the head as well, and had uh, part of my earlobe falling off. Yeah. But but you know, yeah. I was still fighting. Oh yeah, right. because if you don't fight, you're done. Oh yeah, and I'm not. Well, just... you're not gonna sit back and you know let somebody disrespect your woman. No, as far as I'm concerned, right? No, or because... your bar. That, that that one I was protecting my bar. Right? Yeah, because it just was. I I I don't know. Sorry, I'm not used to actually talking to a legitimate badass. So. Um... <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, like, and 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 the the really good stories I haven't even got to, and I won't won't say on air neither. Oh no, no. Those are for uh, uh, a drunk cast at a or, or or another another time. 
definitely got to get my drink on in order to talk about some of that stuff. Oh, yeah. And you know, I we won't you won't be able to air any of it. Oh no, which is okay because hey, I like talking talking to my uh, buddy about crazy crazy shit. Oh yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah. I have some stories you got to hear, but you know, oh, yeah. we'll wait till wait till I head down that way. Yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah, no. Hit up the hit up a we'll hit hit up a firing range and then go grab a couple couple pints. Yeah, watch watch Nick uh, drink me seriously under under the table. Oh, I wouldn't <laughs> know about that now, man. I don't drink as much as I did back in the day. Uh, me too. Actually, uh, something I've been drinking lately: uh, the hard cider. Summer. Oh God. Summer. You had the hard cider. Tea. Okay, I'm sorry. I I take that back. I'll drink you <laughs> under the table. I don't know, man. Hey, hey. The hard cider is something me and the wife, me and the wife, we both like. We found something. Uh-huh. It's taken fourteen years. Like I've always. Uh-huh. Don't get me wrong. I'm a beer and a, a whiskey guy too, but cider's delicious. Well, well, yeah. Okay. I'm still gonna have to make fun of you for that. Oh yeah, yeah. I know. <laughs> All right, and you know, if my wife sees that happening, she's gonna do the same thing. She'll probably whisper to me and say, "Isn't that for women?" <laughs> it is. It is. Yeah, she doesn't know the culture, but she be she knows. Oh yeah, yeah. Uh, that ain't right. Oh no, no, I still like the. Uh, I I accidentally bought a friggin' two four of Tallboys of the uh, stuff. The LCBO mm. was was going to go on go on uh, strike, and oh yeah, got so, stock up. Oh yeah, so I went went and picked up a whole bunch of stuff for uh, Catherine for the summer. I'm like, I like my my wife drinking. Mm-hmm. She's funny. She insults me, and it's just it's just great because yeah. it's just um she has a dry dry wit that mm-hmm. that funny that funny intelligent humor where she will smack me down every every so often which I love because I say stupid shit all the time and I rarely rarely get rarely get called on it uh-huh. but she, she that's kind of why why I love her she she calls me on my uh, crazy shit well yeah hey. true friends call each other on that bullshit <laughs> and make fun of each other relentlessly oh yeah right? yep. uh, you'll, you'll always see it with you know dudes in the army right you know, yep. even if like if I got a buddy of mine who's been you know wounded or something he's in the hospital fucking even with like a fucking missing limb I'll be like walking in there it's like what's up Gimpy you know, <laughs> give him my hand. Oh yeah, yeah. That's that's just the way we are. We fucking, I, you know, racial humor as well. You know, if they're oh, yeah. they're a different race, we make fun of them. You know, because of that race. Right? Oh yeah. Hey, I've got. And it's it's not racism. It's fucking camaraderie, right? Yeah. Because each one of those guys, I fucking take a bullet for. Yeah, because um, I have been called a couple things for for being for being white by some of my uh, closest closest friends. Oh, yeah, and you just, you like, just respond to him, you know, like, you know, the same thing, fucking like, uh, one of my buddies, he's a uh, Filipino, right? Yeah. Uh, he was uh, in the U.S. military, right, for a long time, did two tours in Afghanistan, right? Oh, wow. And uh, the other the other day, I seen him, you know, seen him in the truck, so I followed him, right, because, like, we were going to the same place, right? Mm-hmm. And uh, so I figured it was you, you're swerving all over the road, you crazy Asian. Right. <laughs> it's just the way you are right? yeah because it's not there's... That, that's something this new generation doesn't understand because they're you know fucking full of microaggressions and all that type of shit yep. but that just goes to show that we are happier people in comparison to them who are like constantly offended yeah. and constantly you know gotta be you know watch their words you're turning out to be horrible people you're not gonna have any fun in life and you know die fucking alone with your fucking 15 cats yeah they can't 
they can't really let anything anything go. If they see or do something and you know, if you just say that oh some of the I like some of the things that Trump did, you're a Nazi. Yeah, maybe say, maybe we should slow down immigration. You're a Nazi, right? It's the yeah. same with Europe, right? Yeah. A- any any talk of that is you're a Nazi. I mean, I was discussing once with a French person, right? Mm-hmm. The way Canada's immigration system works compared to Europe's, right? And I said, yeah. you know, listen, if you don't know anybody in the country, right? It's not like, you know, me and my wife, you know, as part of, you know, the, the, yeah. the family recruitment plan, right? Yeah. But if you don't know anybody in the country and you want to come to the country, you've got to have a skill to provide, right? And that's yeah. why we get a lot of doctors from India, you know, they're very good doctors, yeah. right? We get, you know, all sorts of people, but they have a specific thing that Canada needs, right? Yeah. And right away, it's like, that's racist. You know, I'm like, how is that racist? Like, you're taking, you know, all the good people from these countries. No wonder these countries are shit. And I'm like, no, these countries are shit usually because, you know, they've, they've got despot dictators, you yeah. know, running them. Or, you know, they, they're crazy religious and they're executing all the other minorities, right? Like all over mm-hmm. the Middle East. Yeah. Right? You look at any country in the Middle, Middle East that used to have Jews, none of them have Jews anymore. That's because you just decided to, you know, exterminate your... You know, very smart, very educated, and sometimes very rich. I mean, the Jews, you know, population. Yeah. Right? And where are they all gone? They went to Israel, the only safe place for Jews. Yeah. Right? Because, so, and then... That's why your countries are shit. You know, stop blaming, yeah. blaming Israel or the West for why your countries are garbage. You can blame yourselves. You know? Yeah, because, hey, what you're doing is not is not working. Yeah. It's try something different. And then don't blame your doctors for saying, well, I really don't want to live in, you know, these countries, right, where my kid can be executed for, for you know, being a, you know, a, an Ahmadi Muslim, right? Yeah. I mean, uh, just recently in the UK, you know, you know Ahmadi Muslims, right? Yeah. Yeah, well, they're, they're some of the most integrated Muslims around, yeah. right? But they're a certain sect, they're a minority within a minority, right? Mm-hmm. And in the UK, in the small town, you had like a, a you know a local shop owner who was an Ahmadi Muslim who would wish people Merry Christmas every year, right? Yeah. And he was murdered by a Sunni Muslim because the Sunni Muslim said, you know, you're a heretic, and he just fucking killed him. Right? He yeah. went out of his way to kill him. Right? Yeah, it's just I know there's all different types of Islam, and there's some that are more integrated than others, and. Well, just, uh, Ahmadi Muslims are yeah. the ones you, you'll find, you know, joining hands around a, a church to protect people praying. Yeah. Right? Uh, they're some of the most integrated ones. Also, the uh, But they're, they're also the most persecuted in their own countries. Yeah. Right? So a lot of them comes to our countries, and we'll, we'll, those people will, will gladly have them. But, the, you know, the ones that come to our countries and, you know, say, oh, I don't like this country, you know, I see, you know, women, you know, are allowed to go out in miniskirts, it's gross, right? Yeah. And, you know, they're usually the ones some of our government support instead. I mean, like some of the you know, uh, organizations nowadays that claim to be the, the voices of Muslims are really not the ones we're supposed to be supporting. Because yeah. just because they're the ones who have the most pa- most people be behind them doesn't mean mm-hmm. that that's the voice we should be should be uh, should be listening to. Just because yeah, the most the, the Reza Aslans and you know the Tariq Ramadans and the Linda Sarsours, right, are yeah. uh, some of the most dishonest people, but they're the ones that are featured on CNN, right? Yeah. 
and other Muslims like uh, uh, Tariq Fatah here in Canada. Mm-hmm. He's a Pakistani Muslim. Yeah. Right? Uh, he's got some very intelligent uh, conversations on YouTube. Right? I advise you to check him out. Okay. Also, uh, Majid Nawaz, right? He's on uh, LCI in the UK, right? He's a former uh, former Islamist, right? That spent time in an, in an Egyptian prison and came to the realization, kind of took the red pill while he was there, right? That yeah. he was there with a whole bunch of other Islamists, right? That were also in prison, right? Saying that, you know, if these people run a country, it would be a catastrophe, yeah. right? Because they're insane. And so now he's trying to promote that... Um, that idea to to Western liberals, right? And also uh, Dr. Zudi Jasser in the States. He's an also a very intelligent person. I advise you to check out any of their discussions on YouTube or some of their debates with people. But the thing is, these people are declared uh, even white supremacists, right? Mm-hmm. And none of them are white, right, by the yeah. way. By people in the States and people in the UK, and they say that, you know, oh, they're hate speech, they don't talk for, for all Muslims. But Linda Sarsour, who, you know, runs the Women's March right now, and basically who said that, you know, Mohammed, uh, you know, was a uh, was, was a feminist. Those are the people that we're listening to. And the other guys are, you know, listed under the, the Southern Poverty Law Center, right? You know, an institution that does statistics on terrorist attacks and, uh, you know, and uh, supremacy and whatnot. They're the ones that are considered haters by groups like this. Right? Mm-hmm. And... You know, we, we, we have to change that. And since we have the internet now, people can actually look up people and, you know, get, get it from the horse's mouth, right, about who is our ally, who wants to support Western uh, civilization, and who our enemies are. Right? Right. I mean, like a willfully deceitful person like Reza Aslan, right? Yep. You, you, you've got to look, at, look up what he's saying and then find out the truth. Right. Yeah. I mean, Reza Aslan went on CNN and he said that uh, Mohammed uh, abolished slavery, right? Which is a flat-out lie, right? You can read the Quran, right, right. and the Hadith, which I have, yeah. and find that, that that's not true, right? He didn't abolish slavery. What he did was said that Muslims cannot enslave other Muslims, and that kind of accelerated slave trade because people, okay, you can't have these these Muslim slaves anymore. You've got to go elsewhere to find them, yeah. right? which you know you could say led to uh, slavery in, the, in in Africa. Yeah, because um, um, mm-hmm. I've never actually read the. I've read many portions of the Quran. I haven't mm-hmm. actually sat down and read the read read the entire thing because a me sitting down and reading <laughs> reading reading a book uh, can be yeah. difficult at at times. Mm-hmm. But now that the kids are getting older, so far this year, I've read three different books. Yeah, <laughs> just uh, um, I haven't read in a book in a while, but I was on operation once where I had a bit of time to spare, and I did you know settle yeah. down and, and read it. And also, you know, I had other guys that I served with who were Muslim that I could you know explain yeah. like what it like talk to them about it and say what what does this mean you know why yeah. would he say that? And there you can you can really see who your your allies are right because yeah. there's some people that will that will lie to your face about it right mm-hmm. and others not i mean uh, a friend of mine uh, he was on the internet after a terrorist attack he wrote something right and he's he was pretty pissed off about it he was british too right? Yeah. and right away there was a girl i guess that he knew who wrote down oh you guys are so bigoted don't you know that uh islam means love right and she was muslim 
And I knew that not to be true because yeah. salam means, means love. It's in the, the Muslim greeting, as-salamu alaykum, right? Yeah. Uh, may peace be upon you or, or, or peace. That's what she said. She said, you know, Islam means peace, right? And yeah. salam means peace. It's not the same thing. Islam means submission. So I wrote it right on right away. I'm like, mm-hmm. when you lie to us, we trust you less. You know? And we yeah. think that you've got an agenda. So when you purposely lie to us, you know, that's a sign that you you are not one of our allies. Yeah. Right? And, and here's here's the here's the other thing. You're a well read guy. You've looked I'd into like to say so. yeah, no, it's it's, not true. <laughs> No, you seem very intelligent on this uh, on this this uh, topic. You know a lot from both sides. You know a lot of of everything. I you're not to me. You're not coming off as a crazy right wing guy. You're not coming off. You're definitely not coming off as a crazy left guy. You you you're, make, you're talking yeah. sense. You're mm-hmm. making sense to me. That look your stuff up, guys. Look at it. Look back and um, try to try. What I, I try to get everyone to do is to do research and make an, an opinion because a meme on Facebook is just some bored mm-hmm. guy in his basement making making shit up. Yeah. Because, well, what was it? Um, what was the one that I saw? That uh, some guy said Muslims hate Christmas lights and it's not true in any way, shape, or form. It's they don't they don't use them because it's not part of their part of their religion. They have no actual opinion on it. I've talked. Well, the, yeah. There's, there's nothing in the Quran that says hey, no. Christmas lights because there was no such thing as Christmas lights exactly. in Exactly. Because yeah. there's all this crazy the, stupid at, shit out at there. At the same time, yeah. at the same time, there have been incidents in uh, Europe where you know they've attacked symbols of Christianity, right? Yeah. Uh, like Christmas trees, like Christmas markets. This happened a few times in France. I think yeah. two Christmases back, where it was just a rash of people getting run over in yep. you know little Christmas villages with their kids, right? Yeah. By people screaming "Aloha, Snackbar!" Right? Yeah. And every time as well, it was you know the government said, "Oh no, it's just uh, mental illness, mental illness." You know. So at the same time, you know, the, yeah, there's there's no specific thing about you know Christmas that if, that's well, Christmas lights, no, but it's just the symbol of Christian, the you know yeah. Christian country. But like I said, for you know Ahmadi Muslims, you know, yeah. they'll be the first ones to you know, say Merry Christmas to you. Whereas yeah. a hardcore Wahhabi will say, if you say Merry Christmas to me, that's like you're stabbing me in the heart, you know, or like you're murdering my children. You gotta say, really, dude, come on. You know? Yeah, it's because why are why are you here? Yeah, it's like I say Merry Christmas to to everybody because it's part of my faith, part of my mm-hmm. my religion, part of my up my my upbringing as a Catholic and to as a Canadian. I think Christmas is is a very much a Canadian thing, not just Christian. It's an all over thing. You want to celebrate? Great. You don't? Then don't. Don't come up to me and say I can't say Merry Christmas because it's politically incorrect. Oh no. Like when I was <laughs> Politically incorrect doesn't even apply to me anymore. I mean, I'm not oh. gonna fucking change my speech, you know, based on anything. Like, else, I'm not even a Christian, you know, in the sense yeah. of more agnostic, right? But I will always say Merry Christmas, just because I do understand that you know, uh, America, yeah. Canada, and the West was kind of based on you know Christian values, right? Right, and so I have that's just respecting our history. Yeah, and the guys. The Muslim guys I do work with, when Christmas time comes around, uh, uh, one guy says, 
some of them just say Merry Merry Christmas, Justin, because they know I go to church. They know I, they know I'm a I'm I am I'm a Catholic. Mm-hmm. They know they know this about me. They have asked me questions about the uh, about the Catholic faith that I've actually taught them things they about and and because some of the things they honestly thought were a little bit um, a little bit out there, mm-hmm. and I'm like, no, it's we do this, we do this, and this like they've taught me about. Uh, about, about Islam and it just and I know we're not supposed to talk religion in in the workplace but it comes up because we're all people right and um, because of that I've learned about uh, what is it uh, he said every year it comes up a very um, a very merry and blessed Christmas just Justin to you and your uh, your uh, family he says he's been saying that to me every Christmas Eve for uh, years and it's just like because even little things like that, that for him, for him to come out and say that to me means a means a means a lot because I mm. I know the guy and it's a coming 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 from the from the heart. Yeah. Just um, and then there's some I've uh, worked with who won't even egg, will egg, egg, acknowledge me when I when when I when I say it. Yeah. And I'm still going to say it. I actually when I was working at Timmy's, I would get in uh, trouble for saying Mary. Merry Christmas to people at uh, at her work, and these these were people I've known I've known for years, yeah. and but uh, head office wanted me to say say happy ha- happy holidays. And oh I'm, yeah, and I'm gonna say I'm not going to say that because that's not who I am. That's not my background. That's not I say Merry Christmas because that's what I I celebrate, and it's dude, you got guns, man. <laughs> Oh, you're just doing the doing the back flexing thing. I'm like, dude's got freaking guns, man. Because <laughs> my back is killing me. Oh yeah, no, I'm sitting but, for any yeah, any I am period of time. Ripped. Oh yeah. <laughs> yep. And then there's me. I'm all. I'm, I can slightly move them. It's uh, great. <laughs> yeah, I kind of saw something. Oh yeah. Well, a little bit. A little bit from the uh, chubby chubby guy here. No. Oh fuck Excuse man. Me. Oh. As as he's flexing and the veins are freaking popping, this is great. <laughs> Just look over there. Oh yeah. <laughs> hey guys, oh, I'm I'm I got, I got I'm, my coffees over there. Oh yeah. <laughs> now look at my muscles. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah. Well, exactly. Yeah, fun uh, talking to a uh, legitimate badass who can uh, who can save save my ass in uh, any day, man. Well. <laughs> I try. I I, I kind of got to keep it up, you know. I mean, it's you know. I I I, 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 I kind of feel that it's like therapy. Oh yeah. Right. I mean. And, uh, uh, well, I gotta uh, ask you. You are you a gym guy? Are you just running? Are you? Uh, well, no. I did uh, like a CrossFit gym for a little while. Those can get pretty pricey, right? Oh, yeah. But now uh, I work out at home as far as weights. Oh, yeah. Right. And fucking when I do, I just you know absolutely beast myself right, right for a good uh, hour or so. Yeah. Um, every Sunday I run with my wife. Right, she can't yeah. run as fast as me. Right, but still I try. I run, but I put weight on my back. So oh, I'll yeah. be bringing like four liters of water in a in a backpack, usually for her. Right, because you know. Yeah. And uh, just uh, we'll be running, and then you know I'll see like a playground, and I'll say, hold on, maybe I gotta go beast myself, and I run over there and just fucking do you know. Workouts on the bar or something, right? Yeah. Lift up a kid and just you know stop, <laughs> you know, and then chuck him, oh, yeah. right? And then run for it, <laughs> and you know that that that's just my workout routine. But it's it's 
it's therapeutic in the way that uh, I still have to remain combat operational, oh, yeah. I say. Yeah. Right? So the day that I can no longer do that, it's going to be a sad day. Yeah. Right? But it's it's to ward off um, you know any PTSD or any issues just by saying that I'm still on mission. I've still got to stay combat operational. Oh, yeah. Right. And who, who knows? I might take a take a job, uh, you know, uh, overseas sometime soon. Mm-hmm. Um, waiting for a few documents to come in through the government, right? Oh, yeah. As far as security clearances, because yeah. you know I did all my stuff overseas, right? So I don't have mm-hmm. much security clearance in this country, and I haven't worked for any Canadian agency. Well, right. not many. Oh, nothing that required security clearance. Yeah. So because yeah, yeah. Job zombies. Job, huh? Oh yeah, zombies. Zombies. Yeah. Yeah, um, where I've been sitting around eating, uh, my wife bought me a giant bag of peanut M&M's. Uh-huh. That's what I've been, uh, I've been snacking on, on, on so the, it's a workout, the past you know? week. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Yep. Uh-huh. Hey, hey, man, that, uh, that bag is a total, almost one uh, kilo, kilogram. One kilogram. I know. <laughs> Jeez. That's a lot of, that's a lot of lifting. Oh, yeah. Yep. But, yeah. Uh, well... Any anything else, man? I think yeah, we uh... Uh, yeah. Just to conclude, yeah. you know, um, a, a few things just on Europe, right? Um, yeah. In France, um, there is uh, a place called the Tomb of the Kings, okay. right? And uh, it's uh, in an outskirts in the north of um, north of Paris, right? Yeah. Uh, and it's where all the the French kings are buried. Right, mm-hmm. except for uh, one guy. Okay, I wrote his name down too, um, but I can't find it now. Okay. <laughs> but one guy who was part of oh uh, Charles Mattel. Okay. Right? Yep. And he was part of the Battle of Tours. Right? And if you know the Battle of Tours, basically there was the Umayyad Caliphate, right, okay. which is kind of like ISIS, but back in the you know the seven hundreds, right, mm-hmm. that had moved up through Spain, basically taking Europe, right. And they were stopped in a, a crushing defeat at the Battle of Tours, right, by the, the what they call what the French people were back in the day. And they were pushed back, and then they were pushed out of Spain, and then eventually you had the Crusades, right? Yeah. I don't know what the, the, the time frame of that is, but, you know, they were pushed out of Europe. Yeah. And now the area is a no-go zone in Paris, right? So yeah. the, you, you, police can't go in the area, right? And it's just... Um, if if Charles Mattel were to you know wake up from his grave, he'd say, "Shit, I failed." You know, yeah, it's it's insane. Um, and if you want to learn about, like I had predicted to a degree, some of the things like before I left, and I told all my friends, "You got to get out of Europe because it's not going to last. It's unsustainable." And this was before the migrant crisis. Yeah, the migrant crisis just accelerated things. Right. So now if you want to see the future of Europe and what's going to happen, the way I look at it, right, is what's the first rule of history that we learned in high school? I honestly forget. <laughs> written, really? Written by the uh, winners? No, just no. no. It's um, those who do not understand history are doomed to repeat it. Yeah, there we go. Every history teacher told us that. Yeah. Right? Yeah. So if you want to learn about what's going to happen in Europe, just look at the Lebanese Civil War. Yeah. Uh, learn about it. You had a massive influx of people coming out from uh, Israel. You had all the uh, uh, 
Palestinians, right? Because all the Arabs were going to wipe Israel from the map, and all the Palestinians went to refugee camps in Jordan, in Lebanon, and all over the place. And Lebanon was a majority Christian country at Mm -hmm. at a time. They were Christian, they had Jews, they had Muslims, and they were a very open, um, progressive society, right? So they said, yes, come on in, come on in, we'll help you, right? And they started accepting a lot of people, right? That were not, you know, they, they, they didn't have background checks back in the day, no. right? And what happened when you had a majority of fanatical people is that, well, they went along with, you know, the political Islam also took root, right? right. In the country and took over. And then you had a basic uh, overthrow the government and people were just being murdered in the streets. You couldn't drive at night because they'd have um, roadblocks where, you know, they they stop a car and if you're a Jew or Christian, they kill you, right? right. And they, they uh, when the, when this broke out, the, the people that served in the army, right, uh, all the, the Muslims that were are wanting to, to wage jihad and take over the country, they just took their tanks and they left, right? Yeah. And all of the non-Muslims who saw this happening and saw the, the government was completely powerless, also did the same thing, and they went to go to, the, to their villages to protect their families. Right? And it was a complete shutdown of society and right, um, started extermination. And they would have succeeded if Israel hadn't intervened and started uh, saving people right? or you know, right. uh, stopping the progression. Right? And that is sincerely what I see for Europe, right? to a degree. It's, it's Western Europe, I mean. Yeah. You've got Eastern Europe, you've got Poland, and you've got Slovakia. And right now, uh, the leaders of Poland are extremely right, and the leaders of Slovakia are extremely left. And mm-hmm. they've said no to the migrants. Yeah. And I think this is partially because, well, they, they work very, um, they work, they're not, you know, massively rich countries. And when these economic migrants were coming in, they would be going to the rich countries first. So they were spared in that sense. Yeah. And then they got to see firsthand what was going on in Western Europe with all the rapes, all the assaults, all the terrorist attacks, right? There's people blowing themselves up in Germany as well, mm-hmm. but we don't hear as much of it, right? When they see that, they say, no, you're not coming to this country. And right now, there, there's going to be like a, I don't know, there's a, there's a talk with all the European countries trying to force uh, Eastern European countries to take in their share of migrants. And the Eastern European countries are just saying no. Right? No, because they're different countries. They're they're in the European Union. Yeah. But they're different countries. You can't make a country do something. That's and that's known well, as I, as an as an act of act of a war. Because well, if, if those Europe Europe's threatening sanctions on Eastern European countries that don't take them in. Okay. Right. Yeah. So the, there's a divide among Europe, you know, and we we've got to as well. And young people, they have to really think about, you know, the, gen- the the freedoms that were given to them by previous generations who, you know, fought the Nazis for freedom, yeah. who fought communism for freedom, right? And gave, you know, uh, freedom, democracy, and capitalism to this new generation, right? Mm-hmm. And what this new generation is going to do with it. Because in Europe, uh, they're failing, failing badly. Because freedom... It's been said many times before, but freedom's not free, man. People like yeah, and, people and like, it's, and it's only a generation away. Yeah, all it takes is one generation to say, 
Mm. Uh, no, I don't like it. Or no, I won't fight for it. And your country is done. Or it, or it will be unrecognizable. And I say right now that any sw- or young Swedish people today mm-hmm. will grow up to see themselves become a minority. Yeah, yeah. That's just inevitable. That's just Which inevitable, and they've crazy. already closed down the borders. Yeah. Now just think about that one. They they were the first one to be like, come on in, come on in, we can help you all. And now the border's closed. Yeah. And it's not because they don't have enough space or enough resources. I think it's just, without saying it, they're just kind of saying enough's, enough's enough. There's only so many... Only so much us as one country can possibly do. Yeah, and economically, they're on the brink of collapse. Yeah. I, I mean, I could see, you know, either this year or the next, uh, Sweden becoming a failed state. Yeah. You know, like uh, places in the Middle East that we've already, you know, said no more immigration from these countries because we can't verify your people, right? And yeah. Belgium as well. Right? Yeah. That's guaranteed. Yeah, Belgium's Belgium's scary right now. Yeah. Just what the 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 one of the attackers from uh, Paris, the Bataclan, all the coffee shops and mm-hmm. you know, all those attackers. One of them that didn't set off his vest. He went to Belgium, and for five months nobody could find him because you know he was he was safe in a probably very ISIS sympathetic zone. Yeah. Right. And there's places all over Europe where you know jihadis are there. There's, there's, they've already said over 400 have returned to Britain from Syria, and they're not being prosecuted. Or, or it doesn't matter if they were prosecuted anyways, because prison systems are full of jihadis that are um, well radicalizing prisoners. And you know, there you've got a lot of angry young men, and it's easy to radicalize them. Yeah. Right? yeah. So just. Crazy, crazy, crazy stuff, stuff, stuff yep. going on. So if you're planning a vacation in Europe, um, I'd say don't bring the kids. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Portugal? <laughs> I don't know. Yeah, Portugal's all right. Just don't go to eastern Spain because, you know, they, uh, eastern Spain, Barcelona area as well. You know, that's, yeah. their, their main industry is uh, prostitution and robbery. Yeah. I know this because all the soldiers go for the prostitutes and most of them get robbed. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. See, where you know you know a lot about this stuff. Right? Mm. You've actually been there. You have friends. You have family. And... Oh, yeah. I probably know some of the whores by name. Oh, yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah. And on that note, going to put this to a, uh, to a uh, close. Once again, right. Nick, thanks, uh, thanks a bunch for uh, doing this again. No problem. And, Oh, and uh, what do you think of the Walking Dead finale? Uh, the Walking Dead. I really don't like the garbage people. Oh yeah, no, no, no. They did. That was not cool. Be well, be trained the guys, not... guys, guys like that. Oh. <laughs> I, I don't like the garbage people. I, I, you know, there were there were a few things I was like, you know, uh, it's kind of crap. I mean, the garbage people. I mean, okay, two two years of the apocalypse and you can't form proper sentences. Yeah, you know. What the fuck is wrong with you? you know? <laughs> it's like, oh, we, we just all forgot to look, forgot to speak English, right? Yeah. And they kind of work as a collective. I kind of found that ridiculous, but I was ignoring it because I love The Walking Dead. Oh, yeah. Right? And um, when uh, when I guess they, they, they chase Negan out, right? Mm-hmm. Somebody put a leash on that tiger. Yeah. Because I don't think the tiger can differentiate the good guys from the bad guys. You know? Yeah. He just released the tiger, eats one guy, and then he turns on Carl and starts fucking shaking him around like a ragdoll. Yep. And I was like, no, 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 not him. No, he can't eat Carl. He's on, he's on a rough ride. Come on. Yeah. No, I just, um, <laughs> right now, I'm recording Fear Fear the Walking Dead. I haven't seen a single episode this season just because of, uh, 
life. I, I, don't, I don't care about Fear the Walking Dead, uh, you know. I, I, I always say that, like, uh, The Walking Dead is more for the right-wing gun nut people from, you know, uh, the East Coast. Yep. Right? I mean, the, 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 the main uh, character is a cop, right? Everybody's yep. armed and has guns. You know, there's no, like, uh, you know, person who's saying, like, no, I don't like guns. You know, you shouldn't be armed with guns. No, right? It's for the more right-wing people, whereas Fear the Walking Dead, it's in L.A. Or no, yep. it was in California, right? Yep. Uh, nobody knows how to use a gun. Uh, it's like, a, you know, a blended family. The one daughter's dating a black guy. Yeah. You know, it's a very, and then, and then the apocalypse happens, let's all go to Mexico, you know. So it's very left wing and, you know, yeah. and also what I couldn't stand about it is that every person who is military mm -hmm. in Fear the Walking Dead is a douchebag or a rapist. Yeah. Right? And, and I'm like, like, no, no, I can't watch this. No. So I, I because, gave up on it. Yeah. No, the, um, the whole military aspect of Fear the Walking Dead, I'm like, no, people don't get corrupted like that within three days. <laughs> like the first day. You yeah. Know? Oh, my radio's not worked. Not uh, I can't get a hold of hold of HQ. So you become a so you become a massive rapist and yeah. douchebag, where you start oh, yeah. killing killing. Your first goal is to kill civilian civilians when they go for help. Yeah, that's no, not, yeah, that's, that's, that's exactly what they do. You know? Yeah, or I think that's what they were, they were kind of appealing to. You know, millennials. Oh God. Right. And, and I'm sure that they're gonna like you know find like some sort of socialist utopia, right? Yeah. That's how it's gonna end. Oh yeah, everybody gets along, along okay, and yeah. Oh yeah, and and they yeah. let migrants in. And actually, that's one of the things that they're trying not to let people in when they at the end of season two, yeah. uh, they light up the hotel yeah. by mistake. So you can see yeah, this thing for miles and miles, and so uh -huh. people start going towards the hotel, and now they have like a hundred people at their at their at their gates. What they need is a wall. Yep, build yeah. that wall. Build <laughs> that wall. Make solar panels too. Yeah, actually, I'm all in for a solar solar power, man. At least a solar power wall. Yeah. <laughs> okay, man. Alrighty. Once again, thanks. Hi, guys. This is Gilmi again. Just want to say thanks for listening, listening through the Gilmi Talks Talks podcast with uh, Nick this uh, this week. I I appreciate you guys check checking out. Once again, I'm going to apologize for the uh, lack of podcast, but over the summertime. But I'm going going to be fix fixing that for next year, and I'm going to get back to doing one every every two weeks, guys, because the podcast is a is is fun, and I do it because. I enjoy talk t talking to people and talking to myself uh, self so much around walking up and down the streets. People think you're a little bit crazy. I uh, just want to say with uh, the holidays creeping up on us, today the kids just went back to school, so I have time again to to do this and, and that. It's actually quiet, which is weird. You, even the dogs are quiet. But if you want you guys to check out CNO Cuteness Created for all, all your Christmas Christmas needs there. If you have have any little ones, go check it out. She makes hats, she makes toys individually, all the stuffies, the cute little things that the children will remember forever and uh, uh, treasure. I gotta say, check check out her uh, Facebook Facebook page, page, guys. And once again, thanks for well, for listening. Thanks for uh, coming back. Really appreciate it. And the outro song this week is Royal Blood. Out of the Black, recommended by by Nick. It's a pretty cool track. Give it a give it a listen, guys. <laughs>